Boy, you could tell today was the last day before vacation. Yeah. We were running a little fast and loose today, but honestly, it was such a fun show. I had a blast today. It was. Merry Christmas to everyone. Absolutely. Should say. Wood's Big List was fun today. How do you know something is a scam? That was fun. Two-second tune, the feud, and then my son made his debut. That's right, and maybe it's just me, and everyone's saying it was the best maybe it's just me ever. Thank you ever for putting me out of work. You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Santa can't work next year. He found out he's allergic to what? Okay. Ooh, that's oh, a good one. All right. That's what we have up in today's round of The Feud. I think I've lost like three in a row. I'm yeah. A bit of a up streak here. Yeah. All right. Today's the day I bring it back. Did you win at the Christmas party? Yes, I did actually. My team, my team won at the Christmas party, but that doesn't count for on air. Right. Okay. That was that was a side hustle. Um. All right. So. What? Wait, what was the question again? We asked 100 people. Santa can't work next year. He has just found out he's allergic to what? All right, I got this. Ready? All right. He's allergic to reindeer. Is that on there? Reindeer on the list. Yeah, I had it. Okay, that was one on my list here. May I hear the question again? We asked 100 people. Santa can't work next year. He has just found out he's allergic to what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say... Snow. Oh, that was going to be one of mine. That's the number one answer. Dang it. I was going to say that. All right. We might run through this quick. There's eight answers in this list. Okay. Okay. Scratch that. It's going to take forever. All right. What was he doing? Oh, my gosh. Santa can't work next year. He has just found out he's allergic to what? You know, you get frustrated, Brian Riley. (laughs) But then you also get mad when we can't answer it correctly. No, I get mad when you just yell erroneous because you get it wrong. (laughs) That's me. All right, he's allergic to... Oh, here we go. Um, Christmas trees. He's allergic to Christmas trees. That's on the list. I had that on my list here. I'm feeling good. Three of the five... Three of the eight have been captured, Wood. Uh, can I hear that question again, please? We asked 100 people, Santa can't work next year. He has just found out he's allergic to what? I'm going to go ahead and say this one. Milk and cookies. Oh! Oh! That's on the list. Hey, yeah. And by the way, it is a combined answer. It says milk and cookies okay. on there, so it wasn't... I was going to say he's lactose intolerant or something yep. like that. It happens to the All most right. of us. Now this is going to get a little bit challenging. I'm trying to think of everything that Santa has to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four two. left. Four left. He comes down the chimney, so I'm trying to think what's in there. Uh, all right, this is going to be a bad answer, but i got to say <laughs> something. He's allergic. Santa is allergic to soot. I actually had soot and chimneys <laughs> on my list. Soot is not on the list. Uh, I had a hunch. Dang it. I'm kind of low, though, on... I, it's understandable. Um, Can I hear that list again, please? We oh, asked 100 people. Santa can't work next year. He's just found out he's allergic to what? I'm going to go with flying. If he's allergic to flying, you know, vertigo awareness. Can you be? It wrecks out people. That's not an allergy, Wood. That's definitely not an allergy, so. Come on. Uh, I, I thought you knew. I thought you were getting there. Well, I honestly got a lot of you for a second. I was like, oh, maybe I did get off the deck. That'd be a weird thing to find out. You're allergic to plants and flying. <laughs> I'm sure there's at least one out there. <laughs> Maybe sit on the inside of the plane. You won't have so much trouble with it. Raise All awareness. Right. All right. All right. Four answers left on the board. Shoot. I'm trying to think like toys. Uh, I know I'm going to get an X because I'm drawing a blank here. 
Which would be your second ex. And this, you is, give a, me the this is right before vacation, so I'm going to have to live with this for the next week. <laughs> till the next year. Till next, till 2023. This will be, I'll wear this like a scarlet letter. Maybe Santa could give you a book of feud How questions. about this? Oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> What already said that one? <laughs> He's aller- How about this? Toys? He's allergic to plastic. I, I don't know. That's a terrible one. Well, that's not on the list. It's not on the list. Dang what? what do you got? I know it. All right. Uh, my next one was going to be he's become allergic to work. Not my dad told me all the time I was allergic to work. What about elves? <laughs> he's allergic to elves? Elves on the list. Yeah! Say that one. Elves on the list. That's kind of sizes, though. You know? Yeah. I'd become allergic. If you, how do you allergic to a people but not flying? Uh, I was also going to say uh, Christmas lights. Allergic Christmas lights? Uh, no, that is not on the list. And my last one was going to be toys. That's on the list. Dang it. You said, said toys. You said plastic. Yeah. Now, right. Here's the other plastic. one. Dang uh, it. The other one on the list. Kids. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Same thing as elves. I guess they're not children. No, no, no. Aren't they though? Elves are are like thousand years old. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Elves are infinite. What do you think? Elves just grew out of it and then became normal people. Elves are eternal. That's haunting. Yeah. (laughs) Be quite honest with you. You're just trapped in a perpetual prison camp. Well, it's I, I, let me be in a prison camp like the Norfolk. Yeah. The last one. Could they come and go as they please? No. No. What what else is it? So it is a camp. But what else is an elf going to do? Where is he going to go? Fair point. Willow. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's one more left on the board, and Kelly said the answer, but he didn't use it as the answer. Oh, shoot. What is it? Chimneys. When you said chimneys and soot, I crossed that I, off my list. Like yeah. you guys have done that so many times, I where know. you say an answer and think too deep into it. What do they say? You got to go with your first, like your first response like should be your one. Yeah, dang it. Well, I got to wear this one now till 2023. Flying, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it. Wood takes it in another round of love you. Wood, your children had to join us in the studio today, right? Because of uh, scheduling conflicts. That's how it goes, right? And uh, so your son, who sent me a bunch of maybe it's just me's last week and saved the segment, really. Mm-hmm. We decided he's going to take it over today. He says he can do the heavy lifting, right? But first, he's got a joke for us. What's your joke, Everett? Why did the chicken cross the road? Why did the chicken cross the road? Now, obvious answer to get to the other side, right? Um, but I have a feeling Everett's going to have a better punchline for me. I don't know, Everett. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the idiot's house. Knock, knock. Who's there? Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's a two-parter, too. That's pretty good. All right, here we go. Maybe it's just me. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right, Everett, before we get started with you taking over Maybe It's Just Me today, is there anybody you want to say hi to? Mom. Just mom? Yes. What about your teacher? Or any pretty girls in class? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's hear it, Everett. What do you got today? And maybe it's just me. Because you saved this segment last week. Mm -hmm. You sent me some really good Maybe It's Just Me's. But now today we thought since you're in the studio, we'll let you handle it. So what do you got? Tiny bugs live in your eyebrows. Wait a second. Say that? that again. Tiny bugs live in your eyebrows. Okay. What are these bugs called, Everett? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> is just, this is just like yeah, Kelly Jordan doing it. This is just like maybe it's just me. Right, hold on. Now, I always have to help Kelly here. Uh, look, I can Google it here real quick. Uh, Demodex is a type of mite that lives in human hair follicles. Oh, God, I have a beard. Oh, gross. Usually gross. on your face. <laughs> 
Almost everyone has these mites, but usually they don't cause any problems. Demodex can multiply too quickly in people who are uh, immunocompromised okay. or have other skin conditions. Oh, this God. is gross. Yeah. Oh, God, he's looking at a picture of Yuck. me. There's all kinds of things living on our bodies that we don't know about, though. Well, like there's mites and like yeah. this. Like this. They're, they're just doing a little maintenance, cleaning up the dead skin and such. Oh, that is hideous. Now, Everett, I see you have a, an entire book there in front of you. Of maybe it's just me. Fact. What's another one of your favorite ones? Give us one that's not gross. <laughs> or no, let him decide. Would he decides? He just gave us bug eyebrows. He's the guest speaker. What else you got in there, Everett? Anything else you find interesting? Mantis shrimp can see colors better than humans can. I didn't know that. So wait, what was that again? Mantin mantis shrimp can see colors better than humans can. Mantis shrimp. Yes. Now, I think the mantis shrimp. That's the one that has the the punch. Is that the one? It's like the. It's like the. It's what is it like a thousand pounds per square inch or something like that? It's the craziest. It's like literally has like the impact of a bullet. Like right. it, it. Like it, it can punch so fast. Like the water around it like boils because it has such a impact. Like it can punch yep, so you're fast. Right. That's a creepy little Could bug. Could a mantis shrimp hurt a f- human? Fishermen consider the mantis shrimp dangerous and avoid direct contact with them on the account of they are associated with risk. Five reports of human injuries caused by these animals, four by the claws and one by the tail spikes. Man, this is good. What else you got in that book? <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> Maybe we need to change this segment where we cover more than one. Maybe it's just Everett and Kelly. Yeah. What, what else do you got in there, Everett? In, in, in Italy, in in Italy, you can buy fresh pizza from a vending machine. I love that. That'd be nice. I love that idea. When will we get that here? That, I'm honestly surprised. Well, I mean, Italy, the birthplace of pizza and all that, but I'm well, you probably, Japan wouldn't be on top of that. So Japan, you can get weird stuff out of vending machines in Japan. Yeah. Some, uh, like, adult themes. Uh, right, I was going to say, wait, nah, not for this. My children's here, <laughs> Kelly Jordan. My children. Not for this segment, though. All right, come on. Give us one more, Everett. We're loving this. It's impossible to breathe and exhale at the same time. To, like, breathe. <laughs> Everyone's literally trying to do it right now. I'm trying to like breathe okay. in through my nose and breathe out, out through, through my mouth. mouth. <laughs> well, so everyone's spreading bad breath and germs are in the room here. That's nice. Okay, that was a quick one. We'll do one more. One oh, more. Wow. I, I, I'm loving this. Even the kid a stage. Yeah. Come on, Everett. What, do you what got was for the us? elbow one you actually told me yesterday? Oh, that you, is that you can't lick your elbow? What is it? That the earth weighs about. Well, that's not the elbow one. But this is good. All right. Very heavy. It, I don't know what this is. What Let's see. <laughs> what that That's Everett, this is Everett, this is no different than a normal segment. No, this is exactly what Kelly Jordan. Exactly. Holy cow! What is that number? Actually, All right, we got knowledge. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven sets of zeros. What is that? So what? Didn't we figure this out the other oh, day? It was like a quadrillion. Be, I think this would be six octillion tons. Okay. Six octillion, I believe, Everett. Octillion metric tons is how much the Earth weighs. That's another good one. Now, how do we know that though? Well, you probably uh, if you were to floating take, in gravity. If you were to take, say, a shovelful of earth and weigh it, and then you say, "All right, well, how many shovelfuls would it take to weigh the entire earth?" and you would come up with six octillion tons, metric tons, that is. That seems like a number somebody just made up. No, write it down. This was boy, you got a hot dose of maybe it's just me today. Uh, here's the problem: I get it all the time at the house. And this is great, Everett. Now, Everett, let me ask you this. What? Can you close out the segment in the classic Maybe It's Just Me tune? You've been practicing. Give it to him. Right, right into the microphone. Come on. You got to do it right. Maybe it's just me. I, no. But you got to no. do it. We got to give it. us a good... No. Go. Come on. No, give it to come us. Come on, Everett. Send us in the holidays with a good one.
Maybe it's just me. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So normally we do Happy Hour in the 8 o'clock hour, but because Jen's not here today, we thought let's bump it up. Come on. Prime time. Well, yesterday we did a story about a car dealership in Grand Forks who gave away 10 cars to women who were trying to get out of abusive relationships. And it sh- it kind of put a new light on something I never thought about that sometimes what, what they were saying is sometimes these women stay in these relationships because they don't have a car. So if they leave, they don't have a way to get to work. They don't have mm-hmm. a way to get their kids to school. So they have to stay in these abusive relationships, which is heartbreaking. Well, then as we were doing that story, someone said, hey, that happened right in central Minnesota with Gilliland Chevrolet. Mm. So they sent us this news clipping here, or this screenshot, 12 cars given away to single mothers for Christmas. And it says, and we were a part of a great group and program. The business below uh, got to make 12 moms feel pretty special today. So, th- like I said, this is just a screenshot. I don't have a ton of details right. on this. I think there was a news story about it, mm-hmm. but but I didn't have time to pull that Jake up. Jake Judd wrote a news story on it, believe it or not. Oh, really? Was yeah. it decent? Yeah. All right. Well, each single mom uh, was donated a vehicle that was stuffed with gifts for kids. Uh, the Christmas season is absolutely amazing when great people and businesses get together to share generosity for people in need. Uh, and Gilliland Chevrolet said well, it is so special to be a part of it. So that's cool that they gave away 12 cars to single moms and stuffed them with gifts. Yeah. At Gilliland Chevrolet. I didn't know that this was going on because Grand Forks, now Gilliland Chevrolet and St. Mm-hmm. Cloud, it's like, I, I wonder how many places do this and we just never even heard about it and that's the great thing is like missy sent that text in yesterday yeah i also got a direct text to myself from rich erkins who owns audio video extremes right who sponsor this segment yes and he said like and he said look hey gilliland chevrolet did that too and right. it's amazing because you're right how many people did this or do things like this, or do the right thing, and it doesn't get the attention that all these morons and knuckleheads that lead the news every single night of, hey, guess what? The world is a terrible place because this, this, and this. But you miss the 7,000 amazing things, these 7,000 amazing people that did something amazing today, but that doesn't get it on the news. That doesn't get the headlines. It doesn't get the clicks because- it makes you feel good, and it doesn't bring you back tomorrow to see how terrible the world is. Well, and look at this, Wood. What do we always talk about? The ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Now you got 12 single mothers who obviously have children who are seeing somebody do something amazing for their mom. Mm-hmm. Those kids are going to go out into the world not thinking it's a terrible place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, that's why I love it. And thank you to everyone who made us aware of this story, because we didn't even know about it. Right. And it happened right in our own backyard. That's... No. That's how you start the holidays, my friend. It is. And it's just a reminder that there's so many good people out there doing good things. And you know what? Just keep your head up. Keep being a good person. Good things happen to good people. You said it, bro. We don't, we don't remember that enough, man. I'm a true believer in karma. You put enough good things out there, good things will happen to you because... I'm telling you, good people are looking out for each other, man. It has to, my friend. And that's why we do these stories every single day. We will be the beacon of light in the darkness that this world needs. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes, this was your happy hour. Kelly and Woods. Woods, big list. Mm -hmm. That's what we're into right now. What do you have for us today, Wood? All right, it's scams. 
Right. What's a something that is a scam? It sounds like a scam. You think it's a scam? It looks like a scam. Do with a scam. What is it? We want to hear, and we want you put together here a list. You know, it's funny. We were talking about this, and I just got one the other day from somebody, I guess, who is a Facebook friend of mine. Mm -hmm. It says, "What's up? How are you doing? I want to get into my Facebook on my new, but it's not letting me. I'm only on Messenger. I want you to help me receive a code. Facebook will send you a code, reset the code, and send it to me. Like, yeah." Somebody I've never talked to before on Facebook. Scam. Right. 100% a scam. Or because obviously I, I get a lot. I get friend requests on Facebook from listeners and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot I don't know in a face to face, which is great, by the way. I love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. But some get through and I'll, you know, hit accept. Yeah. Three minutes later, messenger. Hi, how are you? And it, the grammar is always messed up. too. And, right. And my name on Facebook is Wildwood because I have to have two names on there. It sure is. And. Hey, Wild, how's it going? <laughs> okay. You want to play this game? We can play this game. Uh, other people texting stuff in. Uh, Eric just sent this, this one. Anyone ever meet a real Nigerian prince? <laughs> That's That was big in the, in the day. That's kind of like Carrie's right here. She said, I work in a financial institution. When people say, I have to cash this check because someone overpaid me and I have to send them the difference. Don't ever do that. My friend got scammed like that. He was selling like a big old like a tool, like one of those mechanic tool chests, mm-hmm. and someone did that. They sent it. He was like, "I'm going to send you a check for more than an amount. Send me," and he got scammed. Oh, got 100 percent scammed. Because I'm guessing you cover it to cash it, right? And by the time they realize it's not a good check, you've already sent the cash, and then you're on the hook for the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, run. He said, "Run." Carrie said, "Run, sister, run." Uh, other people texting stuff in. Oh. Car warranty phone calls. That's an easy one, right? But that's not a scam, right? Like, they do give you a car warranty. Do they? I think so, but I, will you ever use it? That's the scam part. I think that's a scam. I don't think you even get a real one. I think you do. Man, that black dude from the Ghostbusters is in car warranty commercials. Okay, but he's I, not I, calling you on the cell. Yeah, but if you don't trust him, who do you trust? It's an interesting point. Right. Can I bring one to the table here? Please. And I, Not that kind of show. I get it. Taxes. Taxes? Taxes. What do you mean? Here's the scam part of it. That we are are supposed to figure out how much we owe, and if we do it wrong, we go to jail. Just tell me how much I'm supposed to owe. Show me why, and boom. Tell me how much. I would love to. Yes, I would love to give you that amount. Remember when I got audited? Right. For $7,900 they said I owed them, and I was like, what? And go back a couple years. When I was doing my taxes, I I had to put in, because we got like one of those... uh, the things that was going around where everyone got that check back from the government, whatever, during COVID, right? Yeah. And I said, okay, well, this is how many I got. And he says, well, according to the federal government, you got this amount. I'm, I I tried clicking no like seven times. I'm like, no, this is not the right amount. No, click this. Sure enough, I did it. I get flagged for putting in the wrong amount, even though that's the number they told me to put right, in. Right. I get a letter from the IRS saying that, hey, we're going to investigate you. Hey, dummies, this is on you. I mean, I ended up getting cleared, but still, right. talk about a scam. Well, that's the that's the funny thing when I got audited. They actually ended up owing me $500. Mm-hmm. I was so broke. Uh, oh, this, this is heartbreaking right here. The grandpa scam. My husband grandpa paid $1,000 because they thought my husband was in the military, was in trouble. Yeah, I hear about this one all the time where they'll call somebody's grandma and be like, hey, your son is, or your grandson is locked up. We need, you know, $1,000 to bail him out. What they do, and honestly, God, this is, listen here. Well, they'll call you and they'll say, right away, they'll say grandma. Yeah. They don't say, you know, grandma Steve or whatever. They say grandma. And what does grandma always say? Because they usually maybe more than one grandchild. Right. Timmy? 
Right. Yes, it's Timmy. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Boom. Of course, you know Grandma and Grandpa breaking out the wallet right yeah. then and Those there. Those people should be burned alive. That is that is absolutely... Can I bring another one to the table here, please? please. And I get it. We have people that listen that work in the, oh boy, uh, here we the go. customer service industry. All right, get ready for listenership to be cut in half. I, I absolutely hate when they flip the iPad around when I'm checking and I'm asked to tip... When That's I not have, a scam, though. When That's I have a... just purchased something at the counter, <laughs> and the person who has quote unquote helped me literally just rang it up and spun the iPad around, and now I have to tip fifteen percent on my purchase where you have been no help to me. I would say that's more of a grift than a scam. Call it whatever you want, <laughs> and I just and then of course if I hit zero, and of course they spin it back, and it's always yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> Right away, we'll get your. It is, I always, I always throw them at least a ten percent on and that's that. That's it, and I'm like, screw it, it whatever. It's that's com- a scam. It is a scam. You're right. It's a scam. I, I thought of it more as a grift, but it's a scam. And at least if they ask me like on the pin pad and I hit zero, yeah, that's my personal shame. <laughs> right. When you have to spin the entire iPad back and it is right in your face and you have to still hit a couple more and things, you, confirming that I didn't tip you. You know me. I'm a I'm a over tipper, but sometimes I'm like, what the hell am I tipping you for? You did, you've saying. done nothing. The door girl at the club used to have a tip jar there. Mm. And, and she would walk away. She would walk out of there with three, $400. And I would even think, like, the hell are people tipping you for? Can, in that same vein, can I throw another one on the list? Come on. Now, we're getting, we're getting a little heated here. Let's calm it down. Bathroom attendants. I hate bathroom attendants. I went to a strip club once. I went in. Once? Okay, this, this <laughs> specific strip club. I went in. Did my business. There's a bathroom attendant. Yeah. I held it the rest of the night because I didn't want to go back in there. I used to, there used to be one at one of the clubs I worked at. And I'm like, I'm here working and I still got to tip you. And I would tip, I would throw him like a fiver at the beginning of the night. But then what if his back is turned? Then I'm like, shoot, he didn't see me throw that go back in. <laughs> Give him some and change. That's, that's the worst. Tip jars are the worst because then people don't know, like you, you always wait for them to look at you. So you can be like, all right, I'm, I'm putting a tip in here. And I want in like, look, if you help me, if you give me service, I absolutely will tip you. But I, right. when you reach over and just turn the hot water on and you stand there with your brute cologne, I'm good. <laughs> right. I don't need any brute. I don't, I don't need the polo. Look, Trish said, okay, here's a question for you. So do you tip when you go pick up your pizza? I do. Kelly does. I do because I know from having worked in the restaurant industry that those, uh, those th- they have to pay taxes on their tips, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, how does that work? I don't know. There's some reason why I tip that I remember from working in the restaurant industry. So I always tip them. I don't tip them a ton, but they are running to go get my food a lot of times when I pick up my pizza. Mm-hmm. And and especially like say a local little local joint down the street. I like throwing them a little extra cash. I see. If me, if I'm coming in to pick up the pizza again, I've done all the legwork here. I know, but I also think I also think what is what is an extra three four dollars to me, right? Mm-hmm. It's not much. But to them, it's like, cool, there's four bucks. Now I can, you know, get a gallon of gas. All right. I'm, all right. All right. We're going to calm it down here. Let's simmer down now. Let's get some calls and some texts going. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep this going. What What's up? So you said that you recently, like, you feel like you just got scammed. What happened? Yeah, I just got an, a text the other day like, oh, we have the wrong address for your Amazon package. I mean, that's obviously a scam because they would not send it to my text. So it's like I keep getting those all the time. Now, like they seem to be more common. What would be the scam behind that? So we got your wrong address. And then they'll probably I be like, okay, know. we need to resend your billing information I mean, or something. Yeah, like give me your billing information, getting my address, 
and then asking for more details, I guess. Yeah. But that can't, I mean, it's not legit because it didn't happen. So that's funny. It's weird. That's funny you say a text. I've been getting a text nonstop for the past few days telling me to claim my $100. And I don't know where, why I started getting this text. Claim it, man. <laughs> yeah, d- don't claim it. Right. Because you know what? They'll, it'll probably be like, give us your routing bank account number. We'll just put it right in your account. You know? Right, right. All right. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. All right. Let's keep this going. Keep the calls and texts coming. All right. So we're asking you in Wood's Big List, how do you know something is a scam or what's a scam? Mm-hmm. Somebody texted in, you tip your waitress, do you tip your auto mechanic too? Well, no. No. Come on. I, I'm not getting into that debate over. But if they spin the iPad, yeah. you never know. <laughs> then you would have. But I'm not paying 15% on a $1,000 car repair either. Uh, Marlene texted in, says a text saying your bank card is locked when you know it's not. Oh yeah, or a text saying your Amazon account, uh, your Amazon account is locked due to suspicious activity. Now, I, uh, you know me, I do like to gamble at times, and there's yes, been times in the past where I have sent money to some interesting shady destinations, <laughs> and my bank has actually stepped in and been it just like shut my stuff down, sir. I think someone's trying to steal your money. I'm like, no, that's me. That, that's not me. I'm just dumb with my money. <laughs> You're the one trying to send your money to Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I can understand where that one's coming from. Oh, th- this is a great text. This actually came in before we uh, went to song there. How about this? Kelvin said, arcade claw machines. Oh, man. I think people even have admitted that those are a scam. You can. So I, this brings me back to one of my favorite stories. We were at like the Wisconsin Dells. We went on like a family vacation. Right. And there was like this arcade in this one place. And this arcade or this claw machine was gigantic. Yeah. It was probably 10 feet wide. And the prizes in it were monstrous. And my dad wanted to win one for my kids. He's pumping in 20s. <laughs> and this thing like keeps, the, like the claw like keeps picking it up and dropping it. Yeah. And it becomes, at some point in time, like Ahab with a white whale. Right. Mom, He's got it. It's not even about the kids anymore. Yeah. This was, this was a vendetta. Kids be damned at this point. And a worker was walking by and obviously recognizes my dad is teetering on rage. You mean a, a wood was running hot? <laughs> Believe it or not. And he comes over. He says, well, let me check this real quick. And he opens up and he starts like fiddling around. He goes, oh, yeah. The strength was way down. You probably couldn't even lift this up. Honest to God, I thought my dad was going to choke this guy on the spot. Yeah. And my dad just like reached in and like grabbed one. And then, okay, sir, there you go. <laughs> dad, you realize you probably paid like 170. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Understood. So, yes, that is absolutely. Hey, how about this one? When someone sends you a Facebook friend request and it's the picture is of a person almost naked. Yeah, you always know that's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when they, and you don't have any mutual friends and it's almost a whole all naked pick. Cindy uh, texted this one and says, we just dispatched your package. It's planned to arrive in three to five business days and you can view the details here. Click link. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't click that any, link. Any click this link. And that's another thing. Like, it's always funny. You always tell when someone's social media gets hacked too because of a scam. Yeah. Because like all of a sudden you'll get a friend request from them again. But the it just, it's wild. Uh, Pam texted, uh, my daughter used to climb into the machine and get toys. Good for her. You know what? I'll put the system on trial. <laughs> Okay with that. <laughs> Fight back. Fight the powers that be. All right, we got someone sitting on hold that wants to uh, do another one. We're gonna get. You know, what we're gonna do after we finish this up. We're gonna just jump right into a round of the feud. If that's okay with we you, can do this. It's the holidays, man. Why not? We're running fast and lose. All right, what's up? How do you know something is a scam? So I would say whenever I get a random text 
um, that's like really direct, like, hey, uh, it was nice meeting you the other night or something. I used to think that was like a really, like, I'm like, oh, who is this? But now <laughs> I'm like, this is spam. Spam. 100%. Mm, that's- or they'll just say, hi. Spam. <laughs> you up spam, spam. blocked <laughs> making you feel better about yourself every morning it's time to get trashy with kelly and wood all right here we go wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it we'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash we're headed to Florida. australia my friend oi trash good day mates that's where we have a campsite now, as you can imagine, people come to the campsite to have a good time. Uh-huh. They bring a lot of beer. Well, in the I'm middle. i guessing Foster's. I'd imagine so. Well, every morning they keep waking up and they find out that something or someone has been going through all their stuff throughout the night. Well, one night, one of the campers heard something going on outside. So, she ran to the door, threw it open with her flashlight, and what did she find? She found a pig biting into beer cans and drinking the beer. Thank you very much. Well, she watched this pig eat slash drink 18 cans of beer. (laughs) Oh, that pig is pickled. As you can imagine, the pig... Was in a mood. Well, I don't know how, but I'm just going to read the story as it is. The pig then began a fight with a nearby cow. (laughs) This kicked off a chase between the cow and the pig. No word on who was chasing whom. And nearby people, obviously you can imagine this caused somewhat of a ruckus, came out and tried to catch the pig. I imagine catching a pig is hard. Catching a drunk pig even harder. I, I feel like that'd be easy. Like he'd be stumbling. Well, not this pig. Apparently, he was goosed up and ready to go. That's because he could not be caught. <laughs> he tried crossing a street, and that's unfortunately where his tail came to oh, an end. Oh, man, that poor car driver. He was hit by a truck. <laughs> and done. So... The cautionary tale is make sure you, uh, A, put your beer away when you're camping. B, don't get hammered and run from a cow or chase a cow. Yeah. And C, the one of the campers did say, that was some of the best bacon we ever did have. <laughs> beer bacon. Yes. All right. We can give this one a score, Wood, if you're mm-hmm. ready. You know, this is a big problem down where I lived in Texas. Feral pigs going out onto the road. There's one road where the speed limit's 85 miles an hour from Austin to San Antonio. Cooking. And people would get in horrible car wrecks because pigs would just wander out onto the road. Mm. Feral pigs. Now, uh, is that that's different than like a boar, correct? Yeah, I don't think you can eat a feral pig. Like, I think they're eating trash and, you know, everything else. Yeah. But maybe a wild boar is the same. I don't know, Wood. I, I, I I'm not going to lie to you. Boars are borderline frightening. I think they're like super aggressive and dangerous. They got big old fangs on them. I think they, isn't that what they do in uh those mo- gangster movies is they feed you to the boars cuz like they'll eat your bones and everything. I think pigs eat everything. Okay. But I could be wrong. On We're getting a little off track here. As we do know, we uh, are idiots. Yes, we are. Yes. Let's uh let's go ahead and give this one a score, shall Please. we? All right, so we have um I don't know. Where does the trashy part start? How about leaving your beer out? That is, especially in Australia, it's never it's never cold there. Yeah. So you'd be drinking hot Fosters. Especially when things keep going through it. Drinking, drinking warm beer is trash. Mm-hmm. There's ice available everywhere. We live in the age of refrigeration. There's no excuse for it. We'll give it 175 points for drinking warm beer. 
How about how about this? Camping in a place where pigs are just wandering around. Seems trash. That seems a little trashy. Now, I don't know how things work over in Australia, but mm-hmm. it feels trashy to me. We'll give that 150 points. How about watching a wild pig drink 18 beers? Yes. We'll give that, what, 125 maybe? All right. That's a, It's a low score. But, but hey. And then, how about, did they really eat the pig afterwards? I don't know. I, I'm going to assume said, they did. He said he did, so. How about eating a pig after 18 beers and being hit by a car? All right. Because who knows if you exploded his gallbladder and it's mm. all poisonous inside of there. I'm going to get that another 175 points. How about the chase with the cow? <laughs> That's trashy. Seems a little trash. I'll get that another 150 points. Mm. I'm just I'm trying to pad the score on this one a little bit. Hey, don't do that. The points are the points. The I know. Still, I know. The score. But it's, we're going into the holidays. I don't want it to be uh, too low. All right. This is a good score right here. We got a good score. Are you ready? Boars are just male pigs from Nick. Okay. Well, that's frightening. That makes sense, though. Mm. All right, come on. Let's give it come a score, on. shall we? Well, today, our drunk pickled pig earns himself a respectable 775 points. Kelly and Wood. It's time for two-second tune because I believe that if I ever got my shot on Name That Tune, I would crush it. Mm-hmm. I would win so much money, Wood, you'd never see me again. So we are trying to prep you for this, and I have grabbed some songs, and I think two seconds. If you can go like two seconds, no one can beat you, right? Right, because they'll always do that. I can name that song in, you know, mm-hmm. four seconds, and they get it down, but it never goes to two. So if you can get it at two... You'll be unstoppable. I'm the world's greatest. So I'm giving you a little bit of a hint, because two seconds is still tough. These are all country songs with colors in the title. All right? Okay. So pink, blue, white. I understand. You never know. I know what colors are, Wood. So, ready for your first clip? Let's go. Give it to me straight. Two seconds. I can take it. Got it. Red Dirt Road. Bye. Oh, what? Brooks and Dunn. There you go. That's an easy one. That's so recognizable. I was raised off a rural God, I love this song. Out past where the black top can, ends. Can we play this song next? Yeah. All right, I really Just want give to me a, Give me a hot second right. here. Okay, so well. So you're one for one here. One for one. Let's this, go. This one right here, there's no chance. I'm willing to put 25 bucks of my own money up I, right now. I got a $25 gift card in my coat pocket. Should we? You, you dare? No. Yeah, no, that's no, what no. I thought. All right, so here we go. <laughs> Clip number two. Oh, boy. Two-second tune. Jeez, that sounds like every country song ever made. Now, one, uh, you do have a replay. We give you one replay for a song that you'll get to hear over Golly, and over. dude. I... Would you like to use it here? How hard is the last one? <laughs> I think the last one's a whole lot easier than this one. Again, it's a country song. All these have colors in the title. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut my texting screen off in case if someone can text in. Do you know what this is? I, I won't see it, but I want to know if anybody can identify this. Hold on. Charlie or Charlie's texting in. Is this something in the orange? No, that is not it. Ashley got it. Troy got it. Okay, shoot. How are they getting? I feel like it's Garth Brooks. But I can't think of any song he does with color in the title. Haley just got it. So people are getting it. Mm-hmm. Shoot. <sighs> All right. I got to look at the text. Jamie, a dude, got it. All right. I, I got to look at it. I have no clue. I'm not even in the ballpark. Cassie got it. Eric got it. Oh, Long Damn. Black Train by Josh Turner. That is Dang it. it. That's a jam, too. Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah, text rolling in now. Train. Yeah. Dang, that's and I love Josh Turner too. I couldn't, I didn't get that one. That Dang was a it. tough one. I knew that, that was, was going to be the. I'm tough glad one. I didn't put that twenty five dollar gift card on the line. Now here we go. 
All right. Number three, country songs, colors in the title. Play the clip. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Dang it. I, I really thought that I would crush it. I'm going to shut the texting screen off again. Text it if you know what this one is, because I won't look. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to hear it again. You can, you can play it again. Okay. Uh... I, Honestly, I, this is uh, this is borderline unfair because that two seconds cuts out like right before you start to pick up on a really distinctive clink in the song. See, that's the thing about name that tune. They give you a recognizable part of the song, not just a drum. Jake, Kayla, Nick, Cassie. They all got it? All got it. Eric got it. I actually suck at this. The thing that I thought I was the world's greatest. All right. I got no clue on this one. Again, God dang it, Wood. You're making me look bad. Not at all. Cassie, she's been getting them. John Deere Green. Didn't we even do this one before? Yeah. Uh, no, we did. Uh, Joe Diffie, uh, truck, the, the, the song about a truck. That ain't my truck? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Ah, um, uh, shoot. Uh, Pickup Man. Yeah, Pickup Man. All right. Well, God dang it. I let everyone down. Well, hey, I tell you what, that Inclu- first one, though, Inclu- you nailed it. I did, right? Maybe because that's the best jam. There is. Including myself, I've completely let down. Not at all. Those were tough. Those were very tough. That, that was tough, Wood. I blame you, actually. Okay, you know what? All right. When we come back from vacation, I'll make it a little bit easier for you. I mean, I need to hear like a melody or something like that. Like just a, a But other people knew what it was, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just making excuses for my failures. I thought Name That Tune played just the start. No. Really? They play like a... Uh, well, maybe they do, but I feel like they start at the words. But they don't they don't play you the actual words. They just play you like the melody of the words and you have to identify it. Whatever. I sucked at this. I'm making excuses. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5:40 in the morning, which somebody dubbed today Animal Planet. Is a zoomer. <laughs> Again, you could tell it was the first day before vacation. We weren't trying to follow any rules today, but it was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh just a reminder on yes, the weather does suck out, but there's a reason we yeah. live where we do. 100%. Here it is, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We call it our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. <laughs> the year of our Lord. <laughs> well, no, it's the holiest of days. Well, the 25th is. Not, not, I didn't mean today was the... Honestly? Well, you're going to call out Easter, maybe. Easter, I think That's is. true. I don't like how we just willy-nilly move Easter all over. Like, like, why is Christmas set on the 25th, but we can just move Easter wherever we want it? Well, because that has more to do with the Sundays and Palm Friday. And I know, but I'm just saying. Like, It'd be kind of weird to have Palm Friday on a Tuesday. Right. Well, it's Palm Sunday. It's not Palm Friday. But you know what I mean. Isn't it? Mon- Good it's, Friday. Sorry. It's Monday, Thursday. Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Palm Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Either way. All right. But that's not, that's not now, Wood. That's I went to parochial school. That's spring to so did I. Mm. For 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. See, I went for 1st and 2nd, and then I think I was out. They, Yeah, they, they probably kicked you out. Well, it, it, obviously, like, you know he wasn't what? taken. The Lord is, he's beyond the Lord's help. But I had the nuns. I, I honest to God, had school with nuns in elementary school. I was in Lutheran school, so we didn't have nuns. I did. Uh, St. Michael in Ohio, dude. And they, I'm telling you. Those birds didn't play. (laughs) Thank God the Lord loved them, because I don't know if anybody else did. I believe it, man. Uh, Hey, Wood, before we get to anything else, I would like to invite you over to my house for New Year's Eve. I'm going to do a uh, brisket on the pellet grill, Mm. and I'd like for you and your family to join us on New Year's Eve, because we won't see each other after today. We might get together during the break. I've offered. I think we've uh, talked about maybe doing like a Mall of America Day or a tubing day. Like a tubing or something like that, but uh, we're going to do a party, New Year's Eve party. Mm. I'd like for you to come over. No. Okay, 
Look, you know You're just going to say no? Well, you know me. Hold up, player. There are certain days... Hold up, player. You don't invite the woods over. Every time that I invite... Mm. Every time you invite me over and I can't come, what do you say? You're spitting in my family's face. Correct. This, this is literally me saying, I'm going to have brisket. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have other various snacks. Me and your wife can have some drinks because you don't drink. Here's the deal. Do you want me in your house with Ohio State on the television? I don't know. Do I? No. Okay. No, I say things. <laughs> I say things. And is I it, don't take it well. Is it on regular television? Yes. Okay. So I can have it on for I, you. No, I think it's actually, I think it's on ESPN. Ah, shoot. I well, yeah, on, then you can't come oh, over. Oh, dang, I, I was going to be there. <laughs> I don't have, but I like how whenever I can, you invited me over on Thanksgiving. And I said, dude, we got like family coming over and everything else. I can't. And then you're like, oh, you're spitting in my family's face. That's a day of sharing, my friend. That's I, when you get together with friends and family. Yes, I, I was with my family. To watch football. <laughs> I, was, I was with my family, but yet you said I spit in your family's face because I couldn't make it over. So I thought, you know what? It'd be fun to have the woods over for New Year's Eve. Me and your wife have a good time when we get to having some drinks. Mm-hmm. That sounds bad out of context. It does. But <laughs> I got some serious questions suddenly. My wife needs to answer. <laughs> My lady. All right, well, fine. Well, I'll celebrate. I'll ring in the new year without you. And that's, but yeah, it's Ohio State, Michigan. Or it's Ohio State, Georgia. So that's a, that's a big one. This is in a my big house. one. Because right. my wife and her family, obviously Georgia fans and things okay. like that. So, and yeah, I, and if it's. I, no. I appreciate the offer. But there's a lot of other days that we can get together. I really thought that that would be fun for all of us to get together. Well, that's fine. That's fine. And a lot of people don't like driving on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and I get that. Yeah. That's why, like, I have family coming over, and I'm like, ah, boy. But but they don't live, they live maybe two miles from me, so it's not really that bad. Right. But, and and they don't, they won't, they're worried about other drivers. Like, I'm not worried about them. Like, they're always super responsible, but I'm more worried about the other knuckleheads out there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I wonder. How many DWIs are given out on the average New Year's Eve? I, like, yeah. I, like I, not not that, but I wonder how many more than just on like a say a normal weekend. Right. I wonder if it's like four, five, six times as many. I knew a kid who was dumb enough to drink and drive. First of all, period. But second of all, on Halloween. Oh yeah, and he got nailed, and he had his mugshot taken in his costume. <laughs> he, he oh, that went, is. He went. Dude, his, that's a T-shirt just waiting to be made. He went with a friend as Hans and Franz, and there he is in his muscle shirt. <laughs> All right, I should be laughing with the fake muscles and getting his oh mugshot taken. I have a feeling that didn't go over well in holding. But <laughs> what do I know? Hello, muscle boy. Uh, people have already texting in. Deb texted in, says Merry Christmas to all the patient care staff at St. Cloud Hospital. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. All the healthcare workers out there working, and we've talked already a bunch of people out there getting things done today. So uh, absolutely love seeing that. I should mention, I know it's miserable outside right now. Oh, it's terrible. From, you know, like Grand Forks, Fergus Falls, right here in central Minnesota, everyone's getting blasted with... It's terrible. When I went outside this morning, because... Garage door goes up, and I first, I was bracing for it to be, like, just insanely cold. Yeah. And garage door goes up, I was like, oh, okay, not bad. As soon as I stepped out to get into my truck, because I can't park my truck in my garage. That wind hit you. <laughs> who <laughs> took your soul right out of your chest. shrink a dink <laughs> I know. It is, it is bitterly cold out there, and the roads are slick in a lot of spots because of the wind and everything. It's gotten yeah. everything right. It's nasty. Rock it is hard. My my truck started giving me some error message this morning. It said stability track disabled, uh, reducing engine power. That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good at all. I'm like, why would that ever be an option to reduce engine power? Maybe it's saving you from something. 
From what? I don't know, like blowing up I'm the gonna, engine or something. I'm gonna get rear-ended by somebody. Stabilitrack, that's like the like thing that gives like power to different wheels, right? right? Yeah. Maybe that's why. God. And then my wife's battery is dead in her car because mm-hmm. the, the cold will do that. It's it's a mess, man. It's a, it's a hot mess. But flip side of it, when we used to live in Texas on super hot days, that would destroy a battery too. That's true. Yeah, you, there's no there's no great place to live. That's what I'm saying. I'll tell you this. So it right now, I talked to my parents. My parents live in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're getting ready for Christmas and everything. Yes. And it's my mom. God love her. If I could choke her through FaceTime, I try right now because she'll get on there. It's so cold here, man. I'm starting to see why they kicked you out of the Catholic school. It's 58 degrees here right now. Oh man. Oh, that's that's awful, ma. That must be just <laughs> brutal for you. But so she's on FaceTime with me because she every night she gets to talk to the kids, and I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. And so she's showing the kids, look at how pretty the tree is, and she moves a package. Like one of the presents that they have under their tree. Yeah. And right there on the ground is a scorpion. Oh, dang. That is the most terrifying thing to come across. My mom. That'll kill you. Quick as look at you. Handles it. Not very well. <laughs> Instantly drops. Now she's on her scooter. And she's like, Matt, come kill this. She drops a scooter. And all of a sudden, I just see, you know, the view that all of us get when you talk to an elderly person on FaceTime. Yeah. You know, just from chin up. Right. <laughs> and I just, wham, she's going forward and backwards on her scooter. What are you doing? She's like, I'm running it over. <laughs> Screaming, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> When, and, and sure enough, she ran over it a bunch of times. Dude, that is, the fact that you could see it through FaceTime, that thing must have been sizable. Well, so here's the deal. So my mom and dad have a Papillon puppy. I don't know what that is. That it sounds is, like rich people dogs. It is. It's one of the small dogs. They have real poofy ears with like long stringly yeah. hair, whatever. This thing, it's a yappy little mutt. Yeah. It is a phenomenal scorpion hunter. Good. Money well spent, then. And, like, sometimes she'll come out and she'll, like, you can tell, like, if she gets stung, because, like, her nose will get swollen a little bit. Yeah. But it's, like, she's gotten stung, like, so many times, it's not bad anymore. Like, even their She's vet, developed immunity to it. Their vet was like, yeah, this, we see this a lot sometimes with dogs, that, you know, they really? get stung so often, it's not, it, it, it kind of decreases. That's crazy. Like, they like develop the an venom, immunity to it? Something like that. That's wild. And so... But you want to know what's even worse. So my parents obviously get their house sprayed with uh, pesticide and stuff like that. Yeah. Every house out there has to get it. Otherwise, your house would like get like overrun with scorpions. Yeah, we, we had every every month we would get our sprayed in Texas. But if you don't, it, and it's pretty much like if you see one, they're usually been poisoned. And that's why you see them because they are so fast, right? And stealth, you don't see like they're around you. You just don't see them. Well, when we lived in Texas, I found two scorpions my entire eighteen years there. One time was in my daughter's bed. Good night, which was horrifying. I luckily I just had, like I was making her bed before she got into it. You know, just kind of like getting the sheets ready for her. Yeah, and I I fluffed them up, and boom, I saw a scorpion in her bed. Like, that thing would have stung her. And she was a little, you know, she was like two years old at the time. And then one time I was pulling clothes out of our dryer, and there was a scorpion in our clothes in the dryer. Oof. And that, like, nothing else got me. as Because they didn't sting me or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, it was scary, though. Because they're just, they look Gross. so menacing. They look like a black little lobster. Yeah. And they're just, uh, like, Seaver just texted us, if that dog got stung, how's it still alive? Because it doesn't kill you. 
Right, but it's, it's not like a deadly venom. It's not, yeah, it's not like a tarantula or anything. Like, oh, but wait, it's still no. But I, I, it's still not a fun. From what I've heard, it's not a fun bite, and I right. can't imagine because they don't bite. They obviously sting and clamp with their little pinchers. Yeah, but yeah, the the, the guy who sprayed for him says, "Look, if you see one, chances are it's dying or it is probably already dead because they are so fast." And my dad says he's seen them, you know, around. Yeah. And I, that's my only request. When I come visit mom and dad, I was like, please, double up on the scorpions. Bump, because if I see one, yeah. I will lose my ish. <laughs> I, I hate bugs to begin with. Yeah. And the first couple times I went out there, I was really scared that I was going to see them. But I was told, for the most part, they don't like being in houses. They like to be outside. Out in the heat. Yeah, but like if you go out, like my parents' pool has like this, like, their, all their stuff is like on the side of the house. And they say, like, if you pop some of these covers, you'll find the scorpions in yeah. there. Even if they spray them. It's just... So, I get it. You're going outside this morning. The wind chill's like 50 below zero. It's scorp- you don't got any scorpions. It's scorpion-free. We can guarantee you that. And honestly, that's that's probably a pretty good trade-off in my book. You know what I saw for the first time, too, when I was living down in Texas was a praying mantis. Have you ever seen one of oh, those? Yeah. But those don't do anything. But I thought they were—I thought they were poisonous. So I remember I was grilling one time, and this praying mantis like got in its praying stance next to me. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no!" So I took my, <laughs> <laughs> so I took my spatula and I wound up like a bat and was like crack and knocked that thing into the next week, dude. And then I realized people are like, "No, you want praying mantises around? They kill. They bugs. kill like other bugs." I didn't know. I'd never seen. I was from Minnesota. I never saw a praying mantis in my life. And they kill like venomous bugs too. I didn't know this. Like they're a massive hunter for like black widows yeah. and things like, like that. Cho- they chop the heads off with their praying hands. Yeah, like they're kind of little bas. Right, and, and like, you can pe- hold those. People will purposefully put them in their gardens to kill. But all right, we're talking way too. This break has sucked. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This I don't is- think. So I, 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 I ruined it. You were you were telling a great story and I ruined it. Let's should we move on? <laughs> you were telling a great story yeah. and I ruined it. No, I apologize. I don't think, what because you killed a black widow? No, or because you killed because a I, I, my, I got too much caffeine in my brain now. I had a few beers last night. I'm thinking foggy. To see, I I've been bit by a black widow, but brown recluses are a bad thing. They their their venom eats your muscle. Skin. Yeah. yeah. My my I told you this before. My friend had a brown recluse nest under his bed <gasps> and didn't realize it and he was getting bit up all the time. <gasps> and his butt cheek, if you were to touch it, you could feel where the the brown recluse had, venom had eaten away at his butt cheek. Oh, I'm no. not even making that up to be gross. Like you could really if you poked his butt cheek, you could feel it. Why do you, why are you touching his butt cheek? Cuz I wanted to feel the <laughs> I wanted to feel the cavern. <laughs> Well, that sounds even worse. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Katie takes it. Getting stung by a scorpion is worse than being stung by a hornet. Yeah, see? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Hornets it, aren't poisonous. But see, it scared me so much with Murphy, when, especially when she was young, uh, how allergic she was to everything. Yeah. It's, like, if you're allergic to like this kind of venom, who knows? Right. But it's not a, it, it is not a death sentence if you get bit by a scorpion, bud. It ain't fun. I tell you, worst bite I ever got was from an earwig. I don't even know what that those is. Those are those like little centipede-looking things with the big pinchers on the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was in my bed, and that bit me in Georgia. I tell you what, I came out the bed like a bat out of you. You know you know what the last thing I'm going to say about bugs, and this was, this was in Minnesota where this happened. One time I was sitting on a curb, and I was talking with my friends, and an ant had crawled up my pant leg, mm-hmm. my short leg. It was summertime. And all of a sudden, I felt just hellfire. Oh, yeah. 
and he was globbed on to the coin purse, mm-hmm. and that was some of the worst pain I've. Ever, and I'm not even. I'm not trying to be gross. No, I'm trying to dance around what. But I think everybody can figure out what happened. Yeah. And I remember looking up my short leg, and there was a a big black like army ant hanging from my coin purse, and that was painful. The first time I was in, I, I went to go pee outside in Georgia. I kind of got into a bush, and a buddy of mine said, "Hey, buddy, you may want to back out there because if fire there's ants. red ants in there, Ooh, fire ants are a beast. Those things bite like crazy." So again, it, it, I know the weather sucks, but I'm telling you, we don't have to deal with any of that nonsense. No. I'll take that. That's a good trade-off in my book. How about a little history, Wood? Come on. I'm sorry. I ruined that for you. I didn't. Dude, it's... Look, we're hanging out with our friends right now. Okay. All right. All right. But you know me. Everybody else is sleep tucked in their bed right now. I always assume that we're going to... Everyone's going to be like, yeah, this show sucks. We're getting the hell out of here. Everyone knows the show sucks. Okay. So, you know. I guess we have set a precedent, haven't we? Right. Thank you, Wood. You can always talk me down yeah, from the Yeah, if we flip. had a really good break, people would be like, hey, what's what's this show? <laughs> Am I listening to Bobby Bones? Um, it was on this day in 0000. zero, zero, zero. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Mary was finding out there was no room at the inn. Man, can you imagine the Yelp reviews for that guy now? Yeah. If he would have... Like, I was literally trying to save the world. Mm-hmm. Kicked and, me out. And they told me, go stay in the shed. Yeah. Canceled immediately. I miss those old like school plays of you know Mary and Joseph and all that kind of. I miss that. The kids come walking out, don't know their lines. Yep, dang. You got the one kid who's way too into it. Hard emails. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's that, got, that's that's Doug's kid, right? Kids yeah. going places. Uh, it was on this day in 1823. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. A visit from Saint Nicholas, also known as the night before Christmas, was published for the first time. Nicholas soon would be there. One of my most cherished possessions is when we were living in Texas, my family bought like, I think Hallmark put these out where you could record you reading a book. So every time you turn the page, it would be like, you could, it would be your voice reading the book. So like to little kids or whatever. So my family had the night before Christmas as one of these books and sent it to me in Texas. And it was one of the most cool gifts I ever got. We pulled it out last year. And, like, the only voice that wasn't on there anymore was my dad's voice. Like, somehow it got erased. Oh, my, man. My passed away father was the only voice that wasn't on there. But it's funny listening to it now. I'm like, wow, they were really drunk when they were doing this. Well, Because, like, I can tell when my brother's reading, he's trying not to slur. And my mom, too. Like, everybody's trying not to slur when they're reading. They're over-enunciating <laughs> yeah, everything. Like, Twice in life before Christmas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. But it just bummed me out. We went to listen to it last year. My dad's voice was the only one that wasn't on there anymore. That's a bu- I wonder if there's a way you could recover it. I don't think so. I mean, it's a it's literally a book with a you know a cheap recording device in it. Mm. So whatever. I, I remember what his voice sounded like. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. Um all right, and then on this day in nineteen thirteen. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. The Federal Reserve System was created. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm just trying to play. We always do the, you know, the song. Of right, no. But I'm trying to do something different. Here. I was like, this Shane McMahon coming down? But, <laughs> all right. The Federal Reserve, which I still don't understand. It, it's not even a federal agency, but somehow they control our money. I don't understand how it all works, and I don't want to get too deep into it because it's probably scary. They're the ones who establish, like, how much our money's worth, right? Right, but they're not a government agency. Like, they're, it's a private bank, but they're called the Federal Reserve. I don't know, dude. 
It, it seems shady to me. I remember when I was in St. Louis, there is like, I don't know if it's the treasury or whatever it is, but there's like one gigantic building. I know that deals with money like right there in downtown St. Louis, because that's like the center of the country. Yeah. And you want to talk about some real it kind of looks like the Empire type look. You know, like it doesn't have any windows or anything. The big federal logo all over and everything. You just like, okay, well, yep. that's kind of haunting. Where is it where they keep all the gold? What is that called? Fort Knox. Where, where is that? I think that's in Kentucky or Tennessee, right? Okay. I think yeah. that would be cool to see. I don't know if you're allowed in. Probably not. I can't imagine that's a real Tory type. Never thing. Even, has they, have they ever even done a movie about like someone robbing Fort Knox? I'm sure Nicolas Cage did. I was, I was exactly who I was thinking <laughs> of too. <laughs> that's funny you said that. Um, all right, let's uh, do some birthdays here real quick. Come on. Uh, I didn't know this guy was this old, but Pearl Jam's Eddie Vedder. It's his birthday today. Ooh, very cool. One of my favorite songs he's on is not a Pearl Jam song. It's the one he did with, um, ah, shoot. Who's the guy who passed away a couple years ago? Chris Cornell. Yeah, the Temple of the Temple Dogs. Of the song. Dog. This song here is just one of my favorites. Well, I can't beat on the powerless. I don't know what it is about this song, but just in the right mood, if you put this one on, man. It's, just, it's called a Hunger Strike. You know, Nirvana got a ton of the credit, rightfully so, for kind of launching the grunge movement. But Pearl Jam was right there as well. Oh, man, 100%. Do you know how old Eddie Vedder is today? Uh, he's up there. Um, a buddy of mine in high school, his sister married the guitarist for Pearl Jam. Yeah. His name was Daniel. He got to go on tour with Pearl Jam like well, every practically summer. like you're in the group. Boys. No, I'm not. But like he went, he's like, hey, what are you doing this summer? Daniel's like, oh, I'm going on tour with Pearl Jam. With Pearl Jam. I bet they still pack like 5,000 seat venues and stuff. Bigger than that. Really? Bigger than that. Oh, without a doubt. Pearl, he's got to be like 58. Oh, man. Yeah, I knew you'd get that one. You're right on the nose with that one. Now, this guy, I did not know was this old. Uh, you know who Harry Shearer is? Does a ton of voices oh, on the Simpsons. Kevin. No. Uh, this is just going to be a voices. Okay. That's. Uh, yeah. I, no. Hi, Homer. All right. That's uh, terrible. the <laughs> <laughs> None of those were Harry Shearer's voices. <laughs> Who does he do? He does like Smithers. He does um, okay. Flanders. He does um, Mr. Burns. Um, so many voices on The Simpsons that I wish I had ready to go for you. So that show has been around for like 35 years. He was before that. So I'm going to say he's like 71. Dude, you're low, actually. Really? Yes. Harry Shearer. Also in uh, Spinal Tap, one of the funniest movies of all time. He was in. He was in Spinal Tap. Hmm. Harry Shearer is seventy nine years old today. That dude is 79? almost eighty. So if think about it, from his forties, he's been cashing mad checks from The Simpsons. Oh, somebody just texted a picture. Okay, I know who he is now. Who Harry Shearer? Yeah. Jeez, that dude is seventy nine years old. And, and I always think about that. Like, talk about a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Like, you get on The Simpsons in your forties. You know, he didn't have a huge career before that. He was a child actor, wasn't he? Like, I don't know if Harry Shearer was, but like, he just pops up on a lot of old shows. Like, he was yeah. on Friends and all these weird shows as just a character actor. He gets The Simpsons, and now like he was making something like two million. No, what was he making? He was making like a million an episode or something like mm. that. Incredible. Good for him, man. He made it. He's one of my favorites, too. Like, he does so many funny voices. And if you've never seen Spinal Tap, do yourself a favor and watch. That's pretty good. 
And uh, that's about it for birthdays, man. Dusty texted in, when did this show become Animal Planet? <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, see? I hey, told you I told you that we weren't doing a good job. He also put Jake hit relax. All right. It's you know And Jesse texted in, morning guys, Merry Christmas. Anybody who listens to know knows your show doesn't suck. Well, thank you. Well, that's There's one. super nice. Uh, so my wife is a liar. I knew it. <laughs> um yeah, if it's your birthday today, <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, you have to understand, we are in kind of just that yes. mode of the way that everybody is before you go on vacation. Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll do the job, but 